Today we have a very special guest joining us, right? Would you introduce him to us? Yes, of course. So it's our dearest friend, Dima. Dima is a YouTuber and he also works at an IT company. And most importantly, he's our friend. So we're really excited to have him here with us and to share his experiences and insights on this topic. So let's talk about it. And thank you so much for joining us today, Dima. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for having me as well. And hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, how are you? How was your trip to USA? Um, I'm really good. I'm fully recharged. So oh. all I have is energy. Yeah, the trip nice. was amazing. I really did understand why do people say America has a very big dream. <sighs> and yeah, that was like a very educational trip for me. It was great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yay, nice. So today we're um we're actually gonna talk about really um relevant topic to me as well because um to be honest, I am one of those people who are not really skilled at making friends as an adult. I really have like very few friends that I made as an adult. And interestingly, Gigi and Dima are (laughs) few of those people um, that I made a friend um, as an adult. So it's definitely a topic that I'm always eager to learn more about. So first question is, how about you guys? Do you think that you're good at making friends as an adult? Uh, I think Dima can start on this one. Would you like to? Okay, fine. Uh, Well, that's a very interesting question. And I don't know. (laughs) I I think I have so many friends, but I never put my mind into it as like, how did I make friends? Because I never thought about how I make friends. <laughs> so that's a very interesting question. Um, I would say I'm not really good at making friends as well, but somehow uh, I make friends, not because from my end, but because from the other end, the friends that I make usually initiated by the, the, the other parts. Oh. So they would be always like, yeah mm-hmm. it's not that i initiate of like initiate this friendship you know like some of they start having conversation and stuff so i uh i'm more comfortable in that way because from my end i would definitely not try to make friends or initiate it you know <laughs> mm. so i guess i 
I seem more approachable for others rather oh. than I approach them. Oh, you know what I mean? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like as an introvert, I'm I'm that kind of person. Like if they don't approach me first, like I'm never gonna talk to them first. But like, you know, look at me. I don't have much friends, but you have tons. Um, there must be something that's you know attractive yeah. or something interesting about you that attracts those new friends to you. I think. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, and uh, to be uh, like. I'm all, I also believe that I'm introvert, but when I take tests, <laughs> it says <laughs> I'm extrovert, which I don't understand at all because I see people, you know, like there's uh, some videos or reels on Instagram. You mm. say like there's certain time that you can become extrovert and then you start to get tired. And then when you get home, all your introverts like start like you know oh, begging to come out from the body <laughs> so i'm that kind of person like mm. i might seem extrovert but there's uh still maybe like 49 percent of me they're introvert mm. so in in general overall people when they look at me they see that i'm very extrovert but that would be only 51 percent of me i think wow Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. Uh, what about you, Gigi? <laughs> well, just me, I was thinking what to say. I think when I am quite extrovert, so I'm very talkative and I can make friends, but if the other person does not respond to me or even doesn't answer the questions or they really cut it off briefly, then I become really shy and quiet. But if they're a bit like, answer my questions and they're up for it then mm-hmm. I can make friends very easily but it really depends on how that person accepts me if they're like I don't know no, you just know that click when someone just really understands you and they get your jokes most importantly <laughs> if they don't get your joke and you're just sitting there I'm like no I'm not going to be friends with you <laughs> and then I just get shy <laughs> yeah I think I can relate to that as well because are you like ESFJ? Oh no, I think it was ESJF. JF. Okay, is it different? I think it's maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I think I can relate to that as well. Like Mm. totally, like we are not fully like extrovert. That means. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, like you were saying, when I come home, I'm like, oh yes. So happy to be home. But then I also love socializing and making friends. And there are moments where I am like, you know, I don't really want to go meet somebody or I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, like like you said, all of my things are showing extrovert. But I think I do have a bit of introvert in me. <laughs> yeah. So there are many, I think it depends on the, the person's uh, personality mm-hmm. so so many like you know uh, even though they're extrovert and introverts in two types but within that mm-hmm. there are also many types of people uh, uh, some would be like uh, cannot like socialize easily uh, mm-hmm. some of us are like us like Gigi and I like we are 
even though like we are introvert and extrovert like equal but then we also can make friends we can yeah. socialize we can also be by ourselves but there are also other people would be like very actively making friends like they don't feel like uncomfortable like talking to a new people so yeah there's i think there depends on the personality regarding the question like for sure yeah and um okay so according so i did some research and according to a study published in the journal of social and personal relationships the average adult has only two close friends so my next question is how many close friends do you have and did you make those close friends as an adult or are they like you know your high school friend or like very childhood friend okay <laughs> uh for me yeah i think that would be around that number like within five oh. i would say five? um okay. that i have like a friend. i mean like i mean i have a lot of friends but True. people i have like close to my heart as my friends are like mm -hmm. below five mm -hmm. i see them as my like lifetime friends and and those friends are from my like high school and university, like when I was younger, because I think back then, uh, you know, we both did not have anything in common or like we didn't know where we were from, but then somehow like we share same values stuff and we went through same experience, uh, same stories that was, when we were like younger, we don't have like in certain uh, our own like uh, perspective, uh, but then we were like everybody had like you know unsteady minds because we were little young. Uh, we would say like children, right? Yeah. So then during that time we were like finding each other, and then somehow we shared same value and experience, and that made us a stronger bonds between us, and then. In the future, like that's why we lasted like more than 10, 15 years now, still having the same atmosphere as we did when we were back then. But then after I became an adult and trying, even though we I have like so many friends, still there's something missing. It's because we were like we made friends way later, even though we were like friends for five, six, seven years. But then we still, we, we already got on our own perspective and that somehow like conflicts in oh, a certain okay. way. So yeah, I would say like that research that you read saying that average adults have like two close friends would be almost right because mm -hmm. I also believe so. Yeah, yeah, like you said, um... I also think like when we are younger, we're much more like innocent. So we don't have like any bias towards people or like a stereotype, but like we just make friends, you know, like, do you want to be my friend? Okay, let's be friends. Yeah. And that was it for like since, yeah. you know, kindergarten. And like now I also have like a lot of childhood friends, but I won't say they are like my close friends because like we 
parted our ways um, into different, like, you know, different career, different lifestyle, mm. different countries. So that all made, like, differences in our conversations. When I tried to have conversation with our, like, long, long childhood friend, it was very difficult yeah. to find a topic <laughs> to talk about. Um, it actually mm. happened to me. It was, like, very strange experience to me i felt like that person was really close to me but yet so far from me mm. you know what do you think make and um, your friends that close friend different than the other so how do you define them your close friends and how how do you know that it's okay to tell them your secret well sorry that sounds so childish to tell them anything that's on your mind without having to think will they tell somebody sorry was my question clear oh was that a question <laughs> well it was a question yeah because you have a lot of friends and i'm just like thinking how do you distinguish that uh, okay i see um uh, before moving to that i just wanted to add on regarding to like friends from kindergarten Mm -hmm. And comparing them to your friends, like from maybe older, like a bit older, like high school or university friends. I think uh, um, that's true because for, for me, like I don't have any, even like I would say friends from my like childhood time, like kindergarten or like elementary school. Those times friends are, we still are in contact on like, you know, we are still friends on Facebook and stuff, but we don't talk at all. But mm -hmm. the friends that I'm referring is that the, the the friends that you made when you were like teenager times, you know, like when you were growing older, like before you step into life, there's uh, those like times that you becoming an adult, and you are trying to figure out who you are. Those times are very tricky. But then mm -hmm. the friends that you made during that time, I think, last longer. And that's what I was like referring to. So I would distinguish that like more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> like, think that's true. Because you yeah. lost your, you are, you have like your close friends. That was like from kindergarten, but then you parted away from your past and stuff. But then maybe um, when you made friends during your time in the States or studying, you know, if you have had made friends back then, then those friends would be more closer to you, to your ideas, to your perspectives. And then you can share more information because you shared the same, you know, uh, experience uh, more because now you are more like your mind is more like steady you're then when you were child when you were little yeah so I think uh, for me it's like that's just my perspective <laughs> yeah so moving moving to Jesus' um, uh, question how do I distinguish your close friends and when where who you who to tell your secrets right that was your question yeah that was the question <laughs> okay <laughs> so well um time tells everything actually um i have friends from my high school university 
And then I started working like almost 10 years ago. And then I, I have made friends during that time. We were so close. And then I left that job. Maybe I worked maybe for two years and left job and it's been eight years. We were in contact for like five years, but then like recently we don't talk much anymore. But back then I thought they were my very close friends because we're working together and stuff, you know? So now mostly I spend my time with my co-colleagues and those are more closer than my friends because I spend most of the time with my colleagues. And then it starts to feel like they're like your close friends, very good friends and stuff. But then um, it just doesn't feel right that you want to share everything with them. Because I don't know, it just tells, like I can tell people by just communicating with them, like, oh, are they being real or not? Maybe it's like, I'm being so mean, you know? I was not there. Yeah, if I tell like my stuff to this, uh, they be like keeping them and stuff. So I, I rather I became like I rather tell everything to everybody. I know myself. I accepted myself, and this is who I am. This is how I think, and this is what I think. And so I just share everything with whoever I feel like close. But that doesn't mean they're my close friends. Uh, my close friends showed me uh, so many things all these years. Like when I have a hard times, when I need help, they showed themselves that they're my friend because they were always there uh, trying to help me, always offering me help. Uh, we support each other in so many ways. So I just distinguished like that like I just know I don't know like how I distinguish that I I already told uh, in the beginning like I have like only a few friends that would be below five right so these mm-hmm. are my friends lifelong friends and I know that and then there are more friends coming into my life but I would rather challenge them to you know see like if, I, if they can last more than 10 years they could be my very close friends. So in 10 years, you can tell a lot of things by, you know, hanging out, you talk to them, you uh, fight with them, you have some conflicts between you and your friends. Within 10 years, a lot of things can, uh, you know. Can happen. Can be seen. Can happen, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how I distinguish. Actually, only time distinguishes yes. <laughs> everything. <laughs> how about yeah, you guys? I want, to... um, I want to answer this question because it's a really interesting question. <laughs> I think because yes, like, um, I was so excited to answer this question. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, um, I don't really tell a secret to a friend. Um, like if I have like a really you know, deep level, high level of secret that I think to myself that I need to keep it to myself. I just don't tell about it to anyone. And like, I think I'm just really cautious because like when I was in high school and middle school, 
there were a lot of incidents that happened to me. I trusted a friend, told about like things happened at my home or like things happened in my personal life um, or, you know, relationship or things like that. And then I would hear like rumors about it going around, you know, it's fake but like it started from when I said okay it's really secret but I trust you as a friend and this is what happened and I told my friend <laughs> and from that it started to like go around with more fake things added on it and I started to realize that it's not really a reliable to you know tell a secret to any friend like even the closest ones but there's only one person that i'm like fine with sharing my secret and this person is like actually my male friend i don't have like much close male friends that many but uh there's only one like best friend of mine who is a boy <laughs> um but like he is really reliable because uh, we have been friends since eighth grade and mm -hmm. whatever I told him he never spread about it to anyone and like time to time I think it's actually some you know male friends who are more reliable and who doesn't gossip around much than my female friends so if I have to tell a secret I would actually choose very humble yet trustworthy male friend of mine rather than like close girlfriends girlfriend that's true i think i might that agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes it does <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's okay yeah. no offense taken i mm. think that's really true i i totally agree with that that's why because I don't know, you? I guess, you know, no, I'm just thinking like, it's not that I have huge secrets anyway, but when I do tell them, I only have three close friends and they're all friends from high school. So that's over 10 years that we're friends. So, you know, <clears throat> we know each other, we know what we're like. And the funny thing is we don't talk every day because there's just no time for that. But when we meet, or talk it's like we've been talking every day i think that's what makes us keep this friendship so long because we don't feel any awkward gaps we don't feel like we haven't seen each other in a while we just get excited and then when you're excited your secret comes out and this is your good friend that you're saying best friend so you don't really think about it that oh should i say this should i not say this so I think that's what my friends give me impression and they do the same. And I really have this thing where I hate, let's say, when someone tells me something that I go and tell someone else. Because when we're talking, I really strongly believe that whatever we talk should stay between us, you know. Even if it's a small thing, I think it should. Unless it's something, just a casual conversation I can share to others, that's okay. But not like, it doesn't even have to be a secret. Something small, but it was just between you and me. So it should kind of just be you and me. Yeah, that's just, I was just thinking like, why? I actually had a, when Gigi was saying, not Gigi, sorry, Celine was saying, I had a, I think it was only 
two years ago, I was really close friends, but this wasn't the secret. It was just a topic we were talking, and it was like, oh yeah, I agree, and then we went out, told the story, but it was in a completely different way, and it made me seem like I'm the bad person in that story, which it wasn't the case, but anyway, I was the bad person, and Dublin is actually very small, and it reached a lot of people, even my parents. So I was like, yeah, point oh taken. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah, do you believe that? That's how dangerous it is. Dangerous. Know your friends. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think Celine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Celine. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, uh, about trusting i think it's different yeah i would also agree with you just trust nobody even your friends just trust yourself as it like when you know like when it comes about trust you can trust your friends but the only person you must trust first is your yourself so mm. not sharing your top secret would be mm. always a top secret and you don't have to share with anybody. True. Yeah. And and like I don't know. Um it it's really I think different. Like uh, you know, when I think about my like work colleagues and like I tried to make a friendship. So, you know, I joined a new company a year ago and like I was trying my best to make a friend out of there because you know like I knew myself that I'm like not really a person who approaches others first and who doesn't like initiate a friendship so I wanted to challenge myself so I started to like start conversation and like started to you know try to make friends at my work but to be honest, it was like so nerve-wracking to me to the point I was like shaking. My hands were like shaking um, because I was so nervous to start that conversation, to reach to that stranger. And I felt like, is something wrong with me? <laughs> is it that big <laughs> of a deal? <laughs> like, you know I was mocking myself inside my head <laughs> like what's wrong with you but then um like I read this from a book um how to win friends and influence people uh it's by Dale Carnage and in the book it mentions um in the survey of 1500 people conducted by uh Carnage Institute of Technology it was found that 15% of one's success is due to one's technical knowledge and about 85% is due to skill in human engineering to personality and the ability to lead people so what I'm what I'm trying to say is do you think your, you know, social skills, like making friends as a social skill, those are like, um, you know, relevant in your work, like with your colleagues? How do you make those friendships happen? And do you think it's that important to have a friend or, you know, good colleague at your workplace, like the study mentioned? What do you guys think about mm -hmm. 
the study also, yeah. <laughs> About study, I have no idea. Like, that's very mean. <laughs> like, 85% of human engineering, you see? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I mean, it's um, the personality and the ability to lead people, I guess, your leadership skill. Yeah, I mean, at work, um, making friends, understanding your colleagues is very important. And Celine was saying, like, it was really hard for me to make friends at the uh, office, right, at work. I mean, it's only you. You are blocking your everything. And you're saying, do I have, like, is there any anything wrong with me? I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with you, but then it's only you, you are thinking like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, uh, it's all about your mind, like how you're controlling it. And if you think something is scary, it's very scary because that's what you are creating in your mind and that's influencing your um you know everything so i would mm -hmm. say it's very normal but then if you can start thinking like you know i challenge myself this is like this is only me thinking like that nobody is making me scared and stuff it's just me i'm making myself scared so i have to overcome this fear and challenge myself so i think you have to you know start uh, by like you know baby step like step by step you just try to you know start conversation even though it doesn't go well you would oh, you can say to yourself like oh i did it i overcome my fear I'll try better next time. So that's how I think uh, you will improve your, you know, uh, skill for making friends. If you were, <laughs> if you want to call it as a skill. And back to the question again. Sorry. Uh, uh, at work, I uh, have like for for my example, like in my work, I have to be very open-minded. I have to be very open to people so that, you know, the work goes well. So making friends at work is no problem for me. And uh, I think it's more like EQ, uh, social skill. Like, even though, like, if I were a new employee at my work, it would have been hard. But if I were, now I'm like the old employee so it's easier for me to approach to new people and as also like I'm working as a human resource manager at my work I have to be like you know trying to make a new employee very comfortable comfortable for making friends at work and stuff so due to my work I always approach first to more new employees and you know introduce them to everybody and then uh, assign them a body mentor or a body friend like at work. So that makes the new employee uh, easier to adjust to new environment. Mm -hmm. So in your case, maybe like you are a new employee and then if your HR were aware of these things, um, they would 
they should do like this kind of work to make you feel more comfortable at office and you know introduce you to your colleagues so i think uh the at work there's uh certain people should also like you know be responsible for your um you know adjustment to new uh, environment and from the other end uh from your end uh you should also like you know challenge yourself like that was uh, when I was saying earlier, like you have to start like overcome your fear and start by you know doing a little by little so that you will improve at making friends. Yeah, that's what I think. That, that did it make sense? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Okay, okay. Yeah. What do you think, Gigi, on this topic? In well, in my personal opinion, or well, opinion, experience. Ireland is really well known for their friendliness. So, um, like Dima was saying, I absolutely have no problem making friends at work because at the end of the day, they're not actually your friend friend, you know? It's just a work friend, we're colleagues, you know? We do the job and we understand each other. And <clears throat> everyone is so kind, even if you are a beginner and new employee, they will ask you, do you want to go for coffee? Do you want to do this? Or join, join us for lunch. Like if you're in a team, they ask you to join for lunch. And then there was a time like when I was only starting that I was quite nervous to go lunch with them because I don't know them. What conversation do I talk about? Like can I cut in when they're talking? You know, they know each other. All that was in my head. But like exactly like Dima was saying again, I was creating a block from myself. It was just all in my mind. When we went to lunch, <clears throat> which I was quiet because it was the first lunch, but the ones after that was much better because I've learned that, listen, I am just thinking in my head and they were so generous, involved, involved me like, hey, how, what do you think of this? Like all this little conversations and then the topics that I would know as well. So it was just a nice group conversation. <clears throat> and... That's the thing here. It's full of friendliness. So there's no problem for me sitting alone, not talking. Everyone's just so open. And it's important that you're open yourself, which I I can be open when I'm at my work. It's really not a problem. And then we just go for coffee here. Coffee is a big thing. And then when you go for coffee, it's like all the talks that you have and they introduce you to one another, even the boss, even the heads of the department CEO we call it or everyone they introduce you no matter how small you are in the company and then that's just easier to make friends like that mm -hmm. yeah okay um just to give you a little heads up I did make friends <laughs> I mean that was just the, in the beginning of the process <laughs> um, I was you know studying from home working from home and then I went to the office for the first time um, after months and like it, it felt so weird to communicate with people and like to socialize with people because I was always alone in my room working remotely I think it was like also 
there was also an effect of the pandemic, to be honest, in my opinion, for my introvert, you know, personality, because like it was better, like I didn't shake before to approach a person. But then like I started to realize there were some changes, like some, you know, different level of nervousness in me. But like Dima said, I think I was the one who created that boundary in my head and like even though it wasn't that you know difficult to start a conversation or like to um you know get closer with the colleague I think it was me in my head you know thinking that it's like a huge thing I need to challenge myself I gotta make a friend for sure and like you know giving myself a missions so I absolutely agree with Dima and starting with the baby steps is for sure crucial. Um, so if I just give some like recommendations from an introvert, from someone who is like really nervous, who was uh, really nervous to start a conversation, um, whoever that might be also, you know, struggling with this issue. Um, I would say just like Gigi said, be nice and um, try to offer a help. Um, oh, I heard that you were working on this project. If you need any help, I will be happy to assist in any way. Um, and just, you know, you're not really helping. <laughs> Main point here is you're actually, you know, starting a conversation with that person. But of course, if that person thinks that, you know, you could help with the project you're helping, but um, if it's like a different thing and you, you know, offer the help or ask that, uh, it will start a great conversation base because that person will remember you as the person who offered help, who is generous, who was kind to, you know, help help uh, her or him so I think it's always a good way to start a conversation um, and then once you you know get to know your colleague there's also like you know way to find some common things oh do you like bts too i do too that that was like my one of the biggest uh you know common thing that i found among my colleagues to get closer so just wanted to give those baby steps on top of all this great advices we got from Dima and Gigi. Yeah, to add on that, I work a lot with a lot of uh, IT engineers and most of them are very introverts. Mm. So I can totally relate to the, uh, your cases because uh, it's just we have to accept there are people who are introverts and some are extroverts and some introverts um, people do not like uh, being around extrovert people because they want to be very quiet in their own zone so we have to respect those as well so because my team are mostly our management team and they will be always loud screaming smiling laughing crying you know and those noises actually affect those introverts people who doesn't like noises and stuff. So <clears throat> um, sometimes they're like, we just have to accept that certain people are different. Uh, 
not like from the outside we are all same people but inside they, every single person is different and and so uh, we have to be very nice to others offer help and then start conversation to those who doesn't like talk much because that's true so Celine was saying like there are certain people are introverts so just offer your help be kind to them that's very true so in 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 my case at work we always organize events activities like you know clubs social clubs like you know there's english speaking club adventure club hiking club um also we uh, organize events like you know sports event or uh, gaming and stuff so this actually this kind of things helps you know uh, people like no matter your extrovert or introvert you know to be included to be inclusive you know so mm-hmm. um, it's just what my point is like we just have to accept there are different people and it's not your fault that you're introvert and there's nothing wrong with you being introvert and who has like you know in the head like it's like I have to you know overcome my fear and stuff. <laughs> it, it wasn't like a pressure it was a friendly advice but then it also on the other hand it's okay to be you know introvert or you know it's okay if it makes you uncomfortable just don't do it like if it makes you uncomfortable so do you know do you understand what I mean like it's fine yeah but if you want to make friends you can take the baby step but they're different people and we have to respect that true true yeah yeah definitely and like Dima said Dima said those you know extra events that happen at the at the companies those are really great opportunities to make friends like who are from different departments I even made a friend from uh, he was a you know software engineer and funny thing was his name was COVID and like we laughed about it a lot it was really fun and um, how I made that friend was um I was doing some volunteer work that that was, you know, initiated by our company and like all different department people joined that um, volunteer work and I made a friend there. So which was a great opportunity even for an introvert. And like Dima said, even if you're Dima, uh, even if you're introvert, that's totally okay because it's like our uniqueness. But um, there are times we need to take those baby steps to, you know, socialize, to be more comfortable at our workplace, to have someone, you know, when you need, uh, when you need help. So true. Great. And um, okay, um, I want to ask from Dima, I mean, also from Gigi too, um, like, what is... Uh, your way to network with people through work um, or personally like what are like steps that you do like it doesn't have to be in order but these are like common things that I do to network with people for work or things like that or you know if you're in like a social event how do you network with completely strangers oh that's I'm going to go first yeah Oh, no, I was just going to say, that's a question for Dima. <laughs> that, after Dima, maybe I'll get some thoughts. <laughs> no, because 
that's like my very introvert part you are trying to talk about because get out. I, yeah, I usually go to those like you know events through work, like you know conferences and stuff. Mm, and if I were uh, given a chance to go there by myself, I would always try to avoid going there by myself. <laughs> because if I go really? there by myself alone, I don't initiate anything but to you know stay there, being there, and and then I feel uncomfortable and I go. So because I know that, I always try to you know go with my colleagues together, like at least one uh, person with one person. So uh, yeah, so with. If you are going to uh, social events or conferences through work, uh, I bring with bring my friend and then we go there and then my friend would be always the one who initiated the talks and then and then you know keep me a company there. So I feel like you know um, I can like actually network with people, but then still I don't initiate anything. And if anybody just comes to me, I talk. And if nobody comes to me, then I don't talk at all. So mm. that's like very introvert part of me. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I don't have anything to say on that, on, except like I bring my colleague. And mm -hmm. if my colleague initiates talks and networks, then, then, then I network with people. <laughs> Same, same. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm I'm also same on that. Cause like it feels totally awkward, and you at least need one friend friend to have you by your side, even during those you know awkward silence moments. You would have someone to glance over. <laughs> That's such a relief and yeah. help. <laughs> so I totally agree yeah. on that. Not only like you know the networking through works but it also like you know any social events like I I mean like I can go for having dinner by myself coffee shop by myself watch movie by myself but when there's a certain events like you know concerts and stuff I don't I, I don't know I don't feel comfortable going there alone unless if I'm traveling yeah what about you Gigi Sorry, I had a really bad back noise. There was drilling. Anyway, <laughs> for me, again, the experience is just a bit different because to work events or even networking, when you get invited, sometimes you're not allowed to bring a friend. <laughs> so I only went a few. Maybe the other ones you can bring a friend, but I haven't been to many anyway. Not that I want to go to. But anyway, I've only been to like, okay, so one was... Two, okay, maybe two, three max less. In that ones, there is like a people talking and I usually stick to the person I know. So it would be the person that invited me. And then I, it's really awkward to talk because I don't know what that person does or how I can start a conversation. So like I was saying, when I stay at the desk with that person I know, they know people. So it's always like, Oh, meet her, Gigi. Her name's oh, her name. She does this like she's a student of here and does this as a role. Then they're like, oh, cool. And then I get to know that person, and then that person's friends come, and then that's how I network. But I wouldn't be able to just go up to everyone and 
start a conversation and network. But I do network on LinkedIn because that's important. <laughs> and it's all through oh, yeah. an app anyway. It's not face-to-face, so I can do that. <laughs> yeah, true. On that, on LinkedIn, I am very extrovert on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I have like, yeah, because like it, it's like work thing and when I think about my career, I'm really serious about it and I'm willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so like um, on LinkedIn, there is a lot of ways to network with people. You can just scroll through their mm-hmm. LinkedIn profile and see, you know, if they studied, if they went to a same college as you, that's a great, you know, point to start a conversation. Hi, my name is blah, blah. I also went to that university. I recently found out that you also worked on this project or you worked at that company I'm really interested in this aside I would like to you know have a chit chat with you or like a coffee conversation even like a 15 minute and like most of them are willing to talk about their work most of them are willing to share what they do and like for you know if you are if if our listeners are a student who is not sure about their major or like you know i would say be willing to send a chat on linkedin whoever that you might find you know successful just start a conversation like how how do you do your work like what's your day-to-day you know work life look like ask those questions and you will start to like realize you know how software engineers work how you know pms work how hrs work and from that you will be able to get a sense of certain majors instead of you know blindly just going through some you know major decisions <laughs> of your life so that I, though that i would like to add yeah yeah, LinkedIn is the new trend now. People even use um, LinkedIn to get to know one another, but also on a different level as well. <laughs> it's just gotten okay. that famous. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Wait, I mean, it... I can only use my Instagram, so I I am on LinkedIn, but like I don't understand how do people like network on that. But I oh. guess I should. Yeah, I mean, like people use it here, but then I don't really mm-hmm. use it. Well, you should mm-hmm. definitely use it. You can get a lot of things out of it, and especially with your talent and whatnot, it would be a great platform to have as well for the future. Maybe not now, but you have to build up your page, you know, and your connections. See, I never thought about it. Like I never knew about it actually. That you can make friends on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um for for that, um also like if you have like so okay, it's just you know, mm, I just wanted to share this one thing. Um if you are studying in, oh in this state and if you're planning to, you know, work in this state 
if you're in the U.S., anywhere in the U.S., I just want to, you know, recommend you to start a LinkedIn as a college student and try to make those connections as much as possible. Uh, like, if you have 500 plus, you're like one of those, you know, Instagram influencers on LinkedIn. <laughs> and you're golden. <laughs> you will be able to reach yeah, a lot of gold. people. And... <laughs> Yeah, if you can't, you know, find an internship or if you can't find a job, you will be able to find those from LinkedIn because LinkedIn is, you know, there for that reason for us. So if you're a student, if you don't have a LinkedIn, work on it, especially if you're planning to work in the States because it's the way that a lot of people get hired, referred to companies, you know, lots of things happen there. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But, yeah, so it might even be to add from here. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. It's even the same. They use LinkedIn here. It's I think it's a worldwide thing at this stage because what you said is exactly what happens here. So it's I think it's a worldwide and everyone, even lecturers in college, and we do have people from the companies come in and they really emphasize on LinkedIn to use it and really connect because that's where you get a job and it might sound like oh really does is it really possible but hey it's so possible they say most people get their job through linkedin now through connecting networking or even applying on linkedin because you're exposing yourself and people are job job hunting what do they call it um they hunt people down you know for jobs they're looking for people mm -hmm who can do that job better so you could beat that one person so that's how important it is good information <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope we have influenced you <laughs> <laughs> you did you did great <laughs> But yeah, uh, like I said, of course, it, it's different. Like in Mongolia, it might be not something that people use much. Um, but yeah, like I think it's different for each nation, but it's quite important and nice to have. Um, but yeah, okay. So actually, we're we're coming to closer to, you know, ending of our podcast. And uh, last question that we have from our dear guest, um, Dima is like can you share any tips or advice for our listeners you know who may be struggling to make friends or influence others as an adult um you know it could be from your own experience or it could be something that you you know do without knowingly but like how do you mm -hmm. maintain your friendship and yeah what could be some advice or some recommendations that you would like to share mm -hmm. um that's a very strong question <laughs> and i mean like that's a very big question uh, <clears throat> okay so first uh rather than making friends with others uh you have to make friends with yourself first i would say by saying that i mean it's a uh, just think about it, even like Celine and Titi, like, are you a very good friend for yourself, like with yourself? And do you accept yourself? 
do you know yourself and you know like we always think about like our friends i want to help my friends i want to keep the company for my friends i want to you know offer whatever like happens like between friends right do you do that for yourself like first question like are you a very good friend for yourself so if you can say yes then we can talk about making friends with others and if you are saying no i mean just have some thought about yourself first and once you know yourself once you um you know like understand yourself then you will know what kind of friends do you want to be surrounded by rather than you are just making friends without any um requirements i would say like i mean that would be like they, you will always have friends but then if you want to have really good friends then you should be the one um uh, to choose who you want to be with and who you want to be so what i'm trying to say is like you are like you should be surrounded by and uh, the friends uh who you always look up to who you always get motivated from who you want to be like you know the next level so in that case uh it will you will know like oh, i want to be friend with this kind of people because i want to be like them i want to be you know that good in your own like curriculum i'll say so yeah you uh, do you guys understand what i mean <laughs> like, I, yeah. i don't know if like if i'm totally yeah okay. yeah yeah because yeah, yeah <clears throat> but you know your first question was like really deep <laughs> uh like i i i never <laughs> thought about it that way like am i a good friend to myself because like oftentimes i am like the harshest critic to myself you know rather than being that friend to lean on i might be a friend who who's judgy who's like there 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 okay <laughs> there you did it again <laughs> that kind of friend sometimes <laughs> um but yeah I think those were like very meaningful tip and the like, good question to think about. Yeah. Actually, it just was a bore. Made me think, am I really? <laughs> well, yeah, because in my recent case, it happened to me because for a very long time, I, I, the only thing I was always proud was my friends and my friendship. I put so much effort to my uh, friendship, uh, relationship. So at the end, I mean, like, they, if they are, they are your friend, they will always be there. And if they are not your friend, they are not going to be there. But at the end, you know, in this life, your friend's not going to be there for you all the time. Your friend's not going to be next to you all the time. Everybody has to have on their path and passed away. But somehow, somewhere in some time, like maybe 10 years, a year later, when you meet up, if there's a wife still there, then that means your friends. But one thing I understood was 
well, am I like a very good friend to myself? Like, because you need to, at the end, you need to understand, you need to know yourself and you need to hang out with yourself more and then, you know, bring out like yourself more, motivate yourself more, you know, encourage yourself more, love yourself more is, I think, the, the greatest friend you can ever ask for is you, I would say. Yes, preach, preach that. It's, I, that's 100%. I cannot emphasize. I hope our listeners really listen to this maybe twice, maybe three times. That's so true. I cannot. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> did I answer your question? You did. It was, was there... actually it was beautifully answered, and I'm still thinking about it. But listen, since this is the one I'm gonna ask you, it's really the last question, okay? And it's only sure. because I think there's a question that it says, um, how would how would you balance building a social life that we're talking about? with work and other responsibilities that you have as an adult so how do you balance everything in your life at the moment mm -hmm. so like uh, the previous episode that you guys had i think not not uh, the previous previous question you know episode about new year resolution right <laughs> um yeah i i always plan uh everything i take notes every year at the end of the year i take notes i uh try to you know uh, plan out everything for the next year so that's what i've been doing for the past five years non-stop and every month i plan my everything so i my i have my own uh, yearly goal and in order to reach that goal i need to divide that into 12 months so in 12 months uh, like i you know like if i want to travel i put my plan like maybe if i say i want to travel to usa then i put it in my like uh march or april planning and then in order to reach that plan i need to be doing something and um, in january to february i prepare for my trip and stuff right so just like that, I try to plan out everything. So work is like my one third of my, my work takes my like one third time. Let's say if I if I have only 24 hours, eight mm -hmm. hours is for work. So I've left like 16 hours. So in that 16 hours, I should be sleeping for eight hours. So I have <laughs> extra eight hours. So I don't plan like that that like in detail but then uh, I try to balance my work life and my personal life because if I work from nine to six then after six it just have to be my me time like my own time my personal time and weekends I don't prefer to work during weekends uh, so weekend is my own personal time so uh, I like, if I want to be balanced in my life, then I should be doing something in that my personal uh, hours. So I have already my yearly plan and monthly plan. 
So weekly, in, in one week, I plan out like, okay, in this week, I'm going to do this. Next week, I'm going to do this. But why am I doing this? Is because I want to reach to that goal in May or July or at the end of the year. So I divide that into my uh, time schedules. So mm. it's all about planning. Yeah. But like, you don't, you don't like, do you plan your like, you know, hangout days or like clubbing day or like hangout day? Do you have those <laughs> days? <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, I always leave it, uh, you know, extra, like, you know, okay, I might go out. So Friday like, night, it's like, I don't plan anything. Mm. I just try not to put anything on that schedule. So that schedule is always <laughs> open. <laughs> but, but now, um, but now I'm trying to, you know, cut my, like, hangouts more. And then put more like other like plannings in that free time because that is taking so much time from my extra you know personal time so mm -hmm. starting like starting next week I actually like I want to cut out like, my party time more mm -hmm. and then put more like <laughs> other plannings because I'm somehow like behind the the planning like behind, how to say behind my planning like I've I was supposed to do something before May yeah. but then I did not finish yeah. it in on time so I'm behind the schedule uh, mm -hmm. planning mm -hmm. so yeah <laughs> so now I have to cut out my free open hours which is Friday night Saturday night <laughs> okay yeah 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 it's all about planning <laughs> Yeah, it's really hard to balance like mm -hmm. uh, personal life and work life. But then as long as you are like single, don't have children and stuff, then, you know, it's easier to balance it. It's only up to you because it's just you. You choose what you want to do. You all have your own choice. So it's mm -hmm. all up to you at the end. True. Yeah. Like, um, I mean... I used to think one of the way to maintain a friendship is by, you know, committing a lot of time or like hanging out with that friend, you know, like every week or like every day. That was my thought when I was younger. And then now, like I have mm -hmm. close friends who we don't talk for months, but we are still best friends even after a month when we catch up or like you know like as if we met yesterday we're just close we just catch up from where we left and just update over our life but like there's no pressure or stress about it but when I was younger I even had a friend who was angry at me because I didn't spend much time with them as much as they wanted me to so I think it just changes as we grow up. But uh, yeah, like Dima said, it's also a good idea to, you know, plan your clubbing days <laughs> or like have those, yeah. um, you know, detailed plans for your life. I am also that type of person. So that was interesting to learn. Yeah, uh, it was interesting for you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Great. but that's very true. Like commuting some time for your, your friends is nonsense. I think, I mean, I would say it's nonsense. Only now I realized, not because I was realized it earlier, but only recently I realized that I have put so much effort and commitment to my friends just to maintaining the friendship. And it was now I'm seeing like it's a nonsense. It's your time. Your time is valuable. And if you want to socialize, it doesn't matter uh, how long you did not talk to your friend. As long as they're your friends, they'll be always open and friendly and, you know, having the same vibe as it was like the last time. So that's very true. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I think it's also, it's true that it is a nonsense, but every now and then it's good to check up on your friends. Just, you know, you just don't know how the person's feeling. So just uh, that, hey, what's up? How are you doing? Hope you're well, you know, that's nice to get every now and then. Because yeah. you're alive. Life is so busy. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we're so busy with our stuff, but so are they, but... Like it's just left in two minutes and a little checkup, but that could change the person's day or months. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a checkup is very important. Yeah, that's true. Also, mm-hmm. that's very true. I mean, well, what I was trying to say is like hanging out and talking to your friends every day or every week. Of course, yeah, no time for that. <laughs> Nonsense, but always, always check on your friends. Always mm-hmm. like keep keep in touch and share information how you're doing and stuff that's very true yes yeah thank you so much for this you know insightful conversation dima it was such a you know fun time it, it's been a while that we had this long conversations to be honest um mm-hmm. so like it felt it, it reminded me of all the good times of Clubhouse. <laughs> I was really happy with <laughs> our conversation. Um and yeah, thank you so much for being our guest. You are our very first guest and thank you so much for all of your time that you dedicated today for this yeah. episode. And um, you know, we learned a lot and I'm sure our listeners did also and uh, we will be sharing all the resources that we mentioned in the conversation in our Instagram account. So make sure to follow us there also. <laughs> Just wanted to remind you guys that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Dima. It was a really great time. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for having me as well. Like, it, it... It really does like remind me the times that we had during the quarantine and clubhouse. It was really nice having a conversation with you girls. And yeah, thank you very much. I also learned so a, lot, a lot. And you got uh, good luck for you girls. And it's a very, very interesting uh, podcast that you guys are doing. And I hope you guys have like grow your audience and have more like you know people as a guest and share more insightful information to the listeners as well yeah perfect thank you so much for your time
thank you and we will see you guys soon with our another episode and yep thank you so much for tuning in today have a good day wherever you are stay tuned